Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Yeah, veteran experienced player that's, um, you know, from the reports we've gotten, a high character, leader. Um, you know, he's, he's played a lot of football and certainly a big man and, and um, you know, the line of scrimmage is important. Is that, you know, is there a possibility that as you assess him that he could even play uh, on Sunday? And uh, ditto for uh, Rasul. I mean, yeah. is, it, is it a within the realm of possibility? It is. Uh, we have to see how it goes today. Take it, take it one day at a time and see where it goes. Yeah. There's Buffalo Bills head coach Sean McDermott on a couple of new faces joining the Buffalo Bills this week. Defensive tackle Linval Joseph, corner Rasul Douglas, Thad Brown, News 8 Sports, jumping in right now. Let's start with Joseph, Thad. What are the Buffalo Bills getting here in their new defensive tackle? Thad? Hmm. Not sure. One going once, going twice. Do we have Thad Brown? Mm. We lost Thad Brown. Okay. <laughs> All right, Gino, try and get Thad back on. In the meantime, I'll reset her. It sounds it looks like Thad might be uh, checking back in with us here, and we can get him back on, on the blower here and, and get his take on everything that's gone on here in the last uh, few days around the Buffalo Bills. We're good with Thad Brown. Hey, Thad, just wanted to, uh, you know, we heard Sean McDermott's words and his expectations here with Linval Joseph, Russell Douglas. Uh, what are you hearing, and, and what do you think the Bills got here on their new defensive tackle? Let's start with Joseph. I think they got a pretty solid depth add. I mean, Joseph is 35 years old. So you can't expect him to play like he was, you know, as a pro bowler, you know, six, seven years ago. But this is, a, he's a big man. Someone, you know, asked me on Twitter today, is this like getting Cole Beasley last year? And it's not because when an, a defensive tackle or an offensive lineman ages, they don't have to, these are not guys that are asked to create separation. You know, it's almost the opposite, especially with Joseph. Just plug a hole. And at 6'4", 340, that's something that that guy can do, like, just by standing up. So he should still be effective. But is he going to be great? Is he going to be, you know, a high-level guy? I think that might be too much to expect. Is he better than what the Bills have? Considering, you know, that Puna Ford has been a disappointment this year, I think they certainly improved at least a little bit with that position. 
Yeah, so the other, uh, the big trade here, bringing Rasul Douglas uh, for really just a, a pick swap? And, uh, like, what am I missing here? This seems like a pretty easy decision here. And uh, what should our expectation be here as far as uh, when we might actually see Douglas? Could we see him coming up Sunday night? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a decent chance of that. He was a full practice today, and, and I think especially against the Bengals, you know, that's a guy you want in your lineup. You know, don't, I think people might have looked at Douglas and, and, you know, maybe the initial reaction is, wow, this is a great, great player, superstar. And, and, you know, this is a guy that wasn't even really the starter in Green Bay, you know, in, in large part because the Packers spent two recent first round picks on guys. So they want to play those guys. Um, you know, but Douglas got a ton of playing time, you know, in, in large part because uh, Stokes, one of the, the second of the two first rounders, has been hurt a lot. This is a good player, but, you know, you, you talk about why only a pick swap. Well, I mean, again, you know, he, he's not a, an elite starter. He's not even a regular starter for, for the Packers. And, you know, he's a, he's a playmaker with 10 interceptions. You know, tall guy, 6'2", you know, great size for a Bills defensive back. But he's also, you know, to be a playmaker, you got to be aggressive a lot. And when you're aggressive a lot, Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. So he's going to be susceptible to the double move. Uh, Stephon Diggs got him once last year when the Packers were in Buffalo last year. So it, it's it's not like this is a you know a foolproof upper echelon elite number one corner. I think he's better than what the Bills got again. You know, but th- this is not a superstar. This is just a, a solid you know good player. So I, I like the move. You know, but you know I think when when you're coming from a point of view of Wow, only only a pick swap? What am I missing? Well, you know, this is this is not a guy who's, you know, changing the face of the Bills season. You know, this is someone on Twitter today compared this to me, the what the Bills have done the last couple of days in total as, you know, sharking uh, shopping at the clearance rack at Goodwill. And I think they might be underselling it a little, but this is a team, the Bills, that didn't have a ton of cap room to work with, you know, didn't at least find a deal or maybe didn't even want to spend high level draft capital. So this is what you're going to get. You know, you're going to get guys who are going to, you know, improve the margins, work around the edges a little bit. But I don't think the Bills, you know, season outlook is, you know, incredibly changed by what they've done this week. Was the Douglas move made because of the injury to Kyir Elam? Do we know more about the injury to Kyir Elam? We know that he's going on IR, but we didn't really hear anything or see him on the injury report, Thad. So there's a little bit of mystery there. And of course, his 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 difficulties to just get on the field this season have been well chronicled by yourself and, and everybody else that watches this team. Yeah, the, the injury was an ankle. Um, he's been on the injury report the last couple weeks. Um, you know, but I, I think yesterday, Brandon Bean, you know, to a degree, maybe implied that the injury had an impact on how he's played, which, you know, I, I don't think that's fair at all. I mean, he's, he's been a guy who's underperformed since the moment he's got here before, you know, whether he had the ankle injury or not. Um, now, I'm not saying that the injury is not real. Clearly it is. He's on injured reserve. So that, that's, a, that's an actual thing. But, you know, to, to say, well, that's why he hasn't improved, I think is, you know, a, a certainly reinventing um, how the last few months have gone for him. You know, he's been a guy who just hasn't played, you know, as well. As for Douglas, though, he was a response to Trey White getting hurt, not for Elam. Maybe, now look, if Elam had played great, they don't go out and get Douglas. But um, Brandon Bean said yesterday they've been looking for a corner from the moment, you know, White went down, which, which frankly, that statement almost contradicts his own statement before when, he, when I was talking about how he sort of kind of implied that the ankle injury had something to do with Elam. You know, clearly they wanted to fill a void. They thought they had the moment Trey White got hurt and, and Elam's ankle 
was not an issue, at least publicly at that point. So, you know, this, this to me is simply, we lost a star and a starter. We needed to find one and they absolutely got one. You know, I don't think he's elite, but he's a hundred percent a starter in this league and we'll fill that void. Thad Brown news eight, our guest here in the sports bar. Those two weren't the only moves here this week that uh, go back to beginning of the week and something that had been, you know, reported on actually the bills and didn't come to fruition a couple weeks ago did uh, Leonard Fournette coming to the practice squad. And now uh, the way this kind of works is the bills would have to elevate him. You only get three elevations and maybe at some point uh, Leonard Fournette joins the active 53 uh, should running back to be the realistic expectation for Leonard Fournette here at that. I don't know. I mean, I have a hard time finding real impact out of this move because, you know, people have talked about, all right, well, he's going to take over for Ty Johnson. Well, I don't know about that because Ty Johnson plays special teams and Leonard Fournette does not. I was very interested yesterday, his first practice when, when the bills, you know, get done with stretching. The first thing they do is special teams and guys who are on special teams have to participate in that. Well, Fournette immediately ran over the running backs, James Cook and Latavius Murray, who don't play special teams. So he's not doing that here. And that's not a surprise. So, you know, the Ty Johnson spot really probably isn't in the cards for Leonard Fournette. That's not a thing he can do. So he's got to take Latavius Murray's spot. And, you know, whatever you think of the two backs, you know, Fournette is certainly the guy who came into the league that's more talented and certainly younger now. Although, you know, in the NFL, by NFL years, Fournette's 28, Murray's 33. I don't know if that makes much of a difference. They're both, you know, well past their prime. But, you know, more to the point, Murray's been pretty good this year. You know, I think better than all of us thought he would be. And I haven't seen anything from Murray the last two or three weeks would, that would make me think the Bills need to go out and find someone else to do his job. So, you know, if Murray's still worthy of having that spot, what exactly is Fournette going to do? He's not taking James Cook's job. So I, I really kind of honestly think he's here to be the practice squad running back, to be the backup. And now look, if Murray's, you know, play slacks or, or if Fournette just looks that good in practice, you can flip him. But, I mean, for now, you know, Cook and Murray seem semi-entrenched as one and two, and I just don't see a spot for Fournette. Thad, we uh, didn't see Josh Allen practice yesterday. He was a full participant today. The shoulder is clearly an issue, and it's probably going to be an issue, I would imagine, for the rest of the season. What's your take on the health of the Bills quarterback? I mean, he's going to play. You know, so that, that there isn't a concern about him missing time, at least in the in the near term. But the fact that he's not practicing on a Wednesday, especially coming out of a mini buy, you know, certainly should should raise a little bit of concern. You know, this is not a guy who's a hundred percent. Um, this is a quarterback that's certainly dealing with some pain, and, and that seems to be more of the issue than I, I think risking further damage. It's just it's just the pain factor. Um, but it is a problem. You know, and, and you know when you start missing time. You know, when you're not even, you know, uh, on the field participating in practice, I mean, you know, the quarterbacks already wear red jerseys. You know, they could have put them out there and, and, you know, protected them from being hit. This is about not being able to throw passes as often as you would like, or at least the Bills not wanting them to. Now, is this going to be an every week thing? Is it just, hey, we had a, a, a mini buy. Let's give Josh one extra day. So we, you know, almost give him a full week off. You know, essentially we do give him a full week off between throwing. Maybe that's all it is. But but for this second, you know, the, the bottom line is something ain't quite right with the quarterback enough so that he's missing practices. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, when we last saw the Bills one week ago today or tonight, um, that offense looked better, right? I mean, like for the first half, Josh Allen spreading the ball around. And uh, in your opinion, should this be more of the base offense? Because we heard more so much about two tight end. Well, Dawson Knox isn't available, but Dalton Kincaid out there and going to three wide. What we saw uh, the first half in particular, should that be more of uh, what you would like to see the Buffalo Bills do moving from here on out? 
Yeah, almost two different questions there. Would I like to see that? Sure. You know, because what they were doing before wasn't quite working. Is this the answer? I don't know the answer to that because a lot of what happened on Thursday night was Tampa Bay just being bad. You know, I thought both touchdown passes were pretty egregious coverage breakdowns. The Bucks came in with a reputation of being a poor zone team. And the, you know, give the Bills credit, they exploited it all night long. I mean, they, they beat Tampa into the ground just taking what they were giving them, easy stuff, you know, zone-wise, RPO-wise. Um, but I don't think the Bills are going to see a whole lot of that the rest of the year. You know, maybe a little bit with the Bengals uh, on Sunday night because they're not a superstar defense. But when you think about Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys still on the schedule, you know, what happened Thursday night to me is not a indication of an offense turning a corner. Thursday night to me was, was coming up with something different on a short week that the other team wasn't prepared for, or at least the other team couldn't handle, and then taking advantage of it. Because, you know, the, the Bills scored 24 points, and then they stopped scoring. You know, it wasn't because they took their foot off the gas. They were still trying to score. You know, the Bucks just stopped doing dumb things, and all of a sudden the Bills were bogging down near midfield. Now, look, it, maybe if they had gone for a few of those fourth downs and scored two more touchdowns, it feels different. But regardless, you know, they had multiple third downs that Tampa Bay just stoned them on. And, and you know, to me, um, that's enough of a, a red flag to say, well, I don't know if the offense is good yet. doesn't mean that they can't keep going to that and be effective with it. But what happened Thursday night is not at all, you know, an indication of, oh, the, the corners been turned, things have been figured out, and we're back to the bills of, you know, a year and a half ago, and they were going up and down fields. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thad, tell me if you think like I do, but I do think a corner has been turned and we are in the emergence era now of Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid with two great games uh, and having a bit of a coming out party and, and his game looks different when we when we see him make the plays that he's making and and we see josh allen find him you you do get the feeling that there might be something special brewing here are you seeing the same thing yeah a little bit a little bit you know i don't know about corner turn yet with two good games but i do agree that he looks different than what the bills have had tight end wise just athletically you know beyond what you saw with with the big catches um, there were a couple other plays where you could see him causing problems. He drew a defensive hold on a different play. You know, you see the athleticism there. That said, you know, there were more than a few reps where the Bucks went man-to-man and just, you know, took him out of a – totally erased him from a route. You know, so he, he's not a guy that's going to, you know, escape all the time, but he, he is different you know, with the athletic ability, with the hands, I mean, that catch in the sideline was, was ridiculously good. So, you know, I certainly think the Bills should continue going to him. Um, do we expect five to eight catches a game every week? I'm not there yet, but it's definitely not out of the realm. Thad, Thad Brown, News 8, uh, our guest here in the sports bar, Sunday night Bills and Bengals, and this isn't your typical Bills road game. I don't know if we'll ever have, hopefully we never have another situation like that, that um, the idea that Buffalo going back to for the first time here, how do you think this will impact these players when I, I would just think the last time I was in this locker room or on this field and your mind goes maybe to a dark space? How mentally tough does this team have to be coming up uh, Sunday night just to go in and do their job? Yeah, it's a great point because, look, I was on the field when that happened, and I was thinking about just myself walking to that stadium. There's going to be emotion. You're going to feel it. You know, it's going to be, you know, unusual, I think, to say the least. I mean, I'm sort of somewhat negative. But the, the big thing in talking to the guys about this yesterday, and, and A.J. Epinesa brought up this point, he's like, look, I get to see DeMar every day. I get to see him smile. I get to talk with him. I know he's good. And I know not only is he okay, but you know this incident kind of brought the world together in a few ways, and DeMar is going out there and doing good, you know, promoting CPR awareness and all that stuff. So you know, because of that, I think this team will be well-prepared and you know, almost armed to deal with you know, whatever, whatever wave of emotion washes over them when they come onto the field, it'll happen. But, you know, just, just looking at number three, you know, seeing him on the field, even if he's not dressed, you know, will certainly, you know, be able to, to take away any of that, any of that negative problematic stuff. It'll be there, you know, but I, I don't think it's going to be something that affects this game. These guys, we ready to go and, and, you know, they'll be encouraged, you know, because of, Although what they saw last year was terrible and tragic, it had such a great ending that, that everybody will be okay on Sunday. That what was that like for you being out there that night? And and did you you're, you're filming this? You're looking at this, wondering, I'm sure, should I be doing this? Walk us through like what what that was like on January second. Whirlwind is the best word, you know, because it was so much. It was it was a crush of emotion, you know, because you had the the uncertainty and then the fear. I mean, you know, those of us who were on the field. You know, we didn't have an, an elevated camera view, so you couldn't quite see into the huddle what's going on. But you did see um, what I assume is Denny Kellington's head, you know, performing CPR, kind of bobbing up and down. And you kind of think, well, what's he doing? That looks like CPR. Is that CPR? That conversation was had, you know, a couple different times on the sideline. Then when you realize kind of the, the impact when he leaves in the ambulance, you see the reaction on the sideline, you know, the uncertainty of whether the game would start. I mean, one of the, the more eerie scenes that I'll remember from that day forever is that after the ambulance left the field, the ball was placed on the ground as if play was going to continue, but there were no players on the field. It was just a ball ready for play spotted. 
and, and nothing else in the field. And it just, it felt wrong. And then on, on top of all of that, all that human stuff, all that fear and worry and, and concern and, you know, not knowing what's going on, you know, I'm trying to do a job. I'm trying to report. Like you said, I'm trying to, you know, record images, you know, and then later on, I'm trying to, you know, put together live reports and, and what am I going to say? And, and, you know, what are we going to do? You know, so the, the professional crush on top of the human crush is something I've never felt before. I hope I never feel it again. And again, it, it's going to be a, a memory that I know I'll experience in some way on Sunday night. Thad, uh, we did ex- we did see we all saw what the team looked like prior to the Hamlin uh, scare on on the field. We saw, of course, what happened with the Bengals and Bills in the postseason. It feels as if Cincinnati is a is a matchup nightmare for Buffalo. What what do you think needs to happen here? What what do the Bengals present that pose such a problem for the Bills? Yeah, one big thing to look out for is that the Bengals have a knack of starting really fast when they succeed. Six of their last seven wins, they've scored on each of their first two possessions and at least 10 points. You think back to, you know, the two games the Bills played with them. Last year in the playoffs, touchdown, touchdown right away, and then the Bills were chasing the rest of the day. Even in that, you know, game with DeMar Hamlin, Cincinnati went right down the field in the first possession, had, I'm pretty sure, a first and 10 near midfield in the second possession when the game ended. So the Bills need to be able to survive that. You know, preferably, don't let the Bengals score 10 points on you quick, but at least if you do, hang with them. You know, if we get to two possessions and it's 10-7 or 14-10, then, then I think the Bills are in a pretty good spot. So that's the start. But the, the matchup problem is just what Cincinnati can bring to you, you know, in the passing game and the fact that they have three receivers that are a matchup pain. And, you know, especially when the Bills only had Christian Benford and Dane Jackson on the outside to deal with that, you know, that was a, a big, big uh, disadvantage. Now, Rasul Douglas will be better, but again, it's still advantage Cincinnati with that. And unless you can get to the quarterback, which the, you know, the Bills couldn't do last year once Von Miller was gone, then it just becomes Joe Burrow in a shooting gallery. So, you know, it's on the front seven and the front four probably mostly to get pressure. It's on the Bills in the coverage game to be able to at least, you know, cause Joe Burrow some problems. Don't give him the first read, make him look around a little bit. And then really the offense has to hang. You know, the, the Bengals are going to put up some points. They do it to most everybody. You know, that this can't be a game like the Bills had against the Giants, against the Patriots, where they have three or ten points going in the fourth quarter. The offense needs to show up again. So it's, you know, Bengals are a great team. You can't you can't beat those teams with one or two phases doing okay. It's got to be across the board. Yeah, sad last one for me. And if, if let's go over the scenario here, the Bills figure out a way to get this done Sunday night. Is it back on then? Is is the the expectation like okay, we this team had their bump in the road here in October. They went into Cincinnati. How would this set up the rest of the season for the Buffalo Bills? It kind of does feel like the the winner is back in kind of game because you could say the same for Cincinnati. I know they just beat San Francisco. But, you know, this is a team that's only, you know, four weeks removed from losing by 24 to the Titans. So I, I think, you know, both teams look at this game as, you know, whoever wins goes right back to the top of the heap in the AFC. The Chiefs will still be on top unless they, you know, lose to Miami. Um, but, but this team, the winner, will be right back there. And the loser will still have questions. The loser will still be, you know, likely a discussion about, you know, are they good enough? Are they, you know, from the struggles we've seen in the last few weeks with either team, are those for real? So I, I think at least for the short term it does for the Bills. You know, the thing with the Bills, though, is that, you know, after this Bengals game, like I said, you still got the Chiefs, got another date with the Jets for what that is worth. Um, you got Dallas, you got Philly. So the, the major tests are only beginning for Buffalo. And if you win this one, yeah, you're back on top for a little while, but you're back on top until you, you, know, you face that next test down the road. Sad, do you th- Thad, do you think that you can chalk up the, um, the resurgence here of the Bengals simply to Joe Burrow as healthy when he wasn't at the beginning of the season? 
most likely, I think T. Higgins being a little bit better and healthier is a factor as well. But, you know, Burrow does look different. First two weeks of the year, you know, he's barely moving around. You can see that there was a problem. And then against the Niners, you know, he's running draws and, and scrambling like it's nothing. So it does feel like the, the health of the quarterback, and shocker, um, has made a big difference for the Bengals. That Brown News 8, uh, what do you got uh, coming up tonight we can check out here? Um, Russell Douglas talked to the media today. I'm going to uh, have that up on News 8 in, in about 20 minutes here. Um, you know, talking about being in Buffalo, what it was like for him, you know, experiencing the trade. And then the reaction to Linval Joseph at six, you know, uh, Mitch Morris talked about going against him, what that was like. So, you know, a lot of talk on the new guys today, what they can provide and, and what the Bills hope to get out of them coming up soon. Fantastic as always, Thad. Appreciate you giving us some time. Let's do it again soon. Yeah, sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me on. He's the best, Thad Brown, News 8 Sports, joining us here in the Sports Bar on the Fan Rochester, talking some Bills and Bengals. Yeah, it's... uh still comes down to number 17 for me in this game like and it's a good point that brought up about how the Bengals start off quick and you think oh gosh that was 14 nothing like that yeah uh in the playoff game you can't do it you can't give up an early lead I mean you couldn't crawl out of a hole against the Patriots you gave you spotted them 10 points it was the Patriots the Patriots aren't a good team but you spotted them 10 points and that was too much what, what what do you do against a, a good team if you spot them that early elite? Mm-hmm. You're not winning that mm-hmm. game. So that that's uh, going to be the struggle. And conversely, if you're the Bills and you can get up off to that early lead, I like your chances a little bit more. The, the, the problem with the Bills is they tend to take their foot off the gas and that bend but don't break defense comes pretty close to yeah. breaking uh, down the stretch. And there, there's a flair for the dramatic with Sean McDermott coached teams in these uh, tight games against very good teams. Can't wait for Sunday night. We'll have the pregame coverage here on the fan Rochester starting at four o'clock kickoff just after eight o'clock. Uh, you're, you're home for Buffalo bills football and we will have that action for you coming Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, we've got the stories from around the NFL coming up. We have a game tonight. You into this game tonight? I am. Yeah, I think I'm too. I am. Uh, I like Pittsburgh tonight. Uh, minus two and a half, minus three at some places. I, I think Pittsburgh can win by over a field goal. I, I, I like when we talk to PJ Glasser, though, because you could bet that. But like, if you wanted a fun prop bet, what was it? 50 to one. No touchdowns by either team tonight. <laughs> it does have that kind of feel like Pittsburgh can ugly it up. Rookie quarterback on the other side. They yeah. looked great last week. Now Short we got, week. Yeah. yeah sloppy i could see that yeah i could certainly see that that would be a lot of fun as well we'll we'll get to that uh and, and everything else happening around the nfl here we'll take a break and come back happy hours right around the corner as well if you want to get in pull up a stool at the good smoke barbecue and pub wingman line at 866-4-FAN 585-866-4326-957 fm and am 950 the fan rochester odyssey has sports for every fan keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts AUD. A-C-Y. Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.